0: Welcome to Emergence Radio Talk, where you'll be inspired and motivated by the journeys of movers and shakers from all around the world, and those who are occupying and taking dominion. Emergence Radio Talk with Dr. Tavara Johnson. Welcome everyone to Emergence Radio Talk with your host, none other than Dr. Tavara Johnson. And if you know me, if you've been here before, you know I'm always excited for today's show. Today, I have a woman who is walking in a God given purpose, and she is making an impact. She will be sharing some of her journey on how she has emerged from a place of obscurity to dominate the sphere of influences that God could have given to her. And so I want to welcome Demetria Glover to the show, and indeed, it's a pleasure to have you here with me this evening.
1: Thank you, thank you, Dr. Trevana Johnson. I appreciate you having me on your show, the pleasure.
0: Well, thank you so much for coming just to inspire our listening audience tonight. And, of course, it's a share your journey. You know, I'm excited to hear uh, what all you want to share. And, you know, I'm excited for even the listening audience to hear. And even just to be able to, you know, that my prayer, which I know this is going to be an, an interview of inspiration and encouragement as well as motivation for many who will be listening in tonight. So definitely thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. I truly, truly appreciate it. Yeah,
1: ma'am, I appreciate you.
0: Thank you. Now, uh, Demetria, before we get started, I just want you just to share just a little bit um, of who you are with our listening audience tonight. Well,
1: I am um, Demetria Glover. I was born and raised in Lafayette, Louisiana. Um, And I am a mother. I am a mentor, I am a former educator, um, <laughs> I'm just a serial entrepreneur as well, um, and I am also a master groomer, and I am the owner of Elevate Grooming Lounge and Spa, which is located in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and we are an upscale grooming lounge and spa that pretty much take care of the whole family. Um, my, my goal and, and, and the outlook of what I wanted elevate to be was a place where you can come and you can relax, you can get your grooming services, but you can also have your family as well, um, and, and come through and everyone feel just get groomed <laughs> and, and and feel, um, well and comfortable
0: in the, wow. Well, that's definitely a whole lot that you do. (laughs) Um, there's definitely a whole lot that you do. And, you know, I'm glad that you shared a little bit about the grooming because I'm curious to know, um, how did you get into the grooming business? Because, of course, you are known as a master groomer. And so I definitely want to know, you know, how did you know that you were called to get into this particular professional industry, I should say?
1: well actually that was that was that was default it it was actually by default (laughs) dr johnson and i again as i said i'm a former educator i was the owner of a daycare center for over 12 years Um, and for me going through um, divorce um, being diagnosed with a terminal illness um, overcoming that and knowing that my career path had to take a shift um, because becoming, again, a single mother by default and having to go into, and and having boys, having to go into just an average barbershop, um, and I just knew that something different um, had to happen because it was just so horrific for me to bring my boys into just, you know, a regular barbershop setting. Um, a previous business that I was a part of, um, co-owners of going into, um, this individual's salon and just seeing how it was very comfortable and so on and forth. Um, so I became a partner, um, with him and just helped him. I guess it was the educator and me to put some structure behind that. And, um, from there he got hurt, um, at the time, I was um, I was not behind the chair. I was just an investor um, into the business, and from there he got hurt. Um, business stopped because 99% of our business and clientele was hair cutting, um, and I wasn't behind the chair at the time. And I, I, I had a, a mentor. The great Joan Lewis is, is what she's called, um, and she's passed on since since then. And um, she was like Demetria. She was from Saint Lucia, <laughs> and she was like Demetria. You have to do something. Like you cannot allow your investment to just go down the drain. Um, so at that point, I did join what we called in the states um, the apprenticeship program, and doing the apprenticeship program it allowed me to still go through my transition as far as getting out of the school system and transitioning into being behind the chair. And that's pretty much how the Groom and Goddess got birthed from there.
0: Wow. That's amazing. You know, um, a few things. One, that you were able to, you know, actually take the advice and transition because a lot of people Especially when they go through like changes such as divorce. Yeah. Um, you know, people what I've seen I've never experienced that experience of what I've seen is that, you know, a lot of people they get stuck. Um, you know, it, it it's it's literal. it's literally like a a new life now you have to create for yourself. And, um, it's good to see that you were able to, you know, make that transition, you know, for your boys and, you know, even this, you know, you're saying that it
1: was default, but it was still divine, you know, because it was, now it you've was been divine. in this for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know. it, it was definitely fine. Um, I, I just, I like, and then being diagnosed with the kidney disease and not even knowing like, okay, what is it that I literally you know have to do so for me it was life-changing as well um with the with transitioning from being in the school system to now being behind a chair and being a whole salon owner you know and
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and it was like okay okay god what you doing you know but i knew that for my children because that was that for me to create that new foundation for them um, I knew that i i I had to take that shift I had to do you know and and be strategic on how I did that transition um because at the end of the day, my kids was the common denominator
0: mm-hmm. you know, and even in with all of that. Um, because of course you know when you're a people job sometimes it's kind of difficult to especially whenever people have some sort of life-changing illness Mm -hmm. that we have to deal with you know it's kind of difficult to really be on someone's nine to five or eight to four whatever whatever shift people work and go to that and so you know you go into that and you know being your own um, boss, really you had to move how you needed to move to be able to deal with whatever that you needed to deal with. And so um, I, I could definitely see, you know, where it was divine. You know, sometimes we do end up in things that or you know, we do end up in career paths or professions or industry that we never thought that we would have. <laughs> but yeah. when you, yeah. so you look back at it, you can see how all the things that you would have went into already before, things that you would have done. Um, you know, it, it it pretty much aligns. where
1: you going. We just really don't know. <laughs> no, you don't. And and just being a nurturer, just naturally, um, it just it 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 literally allowed me to really step into my purpose because it not only allowed me because my chair is my ministry, and mm-hmm. I I get so many individuals that just come in and pour into me and I'm able to pour into them as well while I'm making them not only feel good on the outside, but make them feel good on the inside as well. Just by giving one simple advice or, or literally, you know, that just sometimes I'm, I just listen, you know, just sit and listen just for them to have that free space. And that's the type of environment that we create, we created at Elevate is, like that was my whole purpose for surrounding my salon based on the five senses: what my clients see, smell, hear, taste, and feel when they come into Elevate Grooming Lounge.
0: Mm, that's really good. You know, um, it's just it's it's truly amazing. And then you know, the the one thing that I love that you shared is that your chair is your ministry. And, yeah. Um, you know for for those who may be listening in because sometimes people believe when you talk about ministry everyone has to be behind the pulpit you have to be in church and that's not always the case um ministry can happen and ministry can happen
1: um anywhere
0: for persons to be able to see their business or see the things that god is calling them to do as a ministry to be able to impact people and so i definitely want to um you know thank you for sharing that and of course for your those that come into the to you know, you're sensitive enough to know, you know, like you mentioned, you just listen. So you're sensitive enough to know, okay, well, you know what, maybe they just need to listening here. Maybe I don't really have to say anything, Because sometimes some people, they don't want you to say anything. They really want to listen here. Absolutely.
1: And And just, you know, being able to also impact the community um, my salon is located in the downtown area so we have a lot of homeless people in the area um it's it's considered the the south side you know of of Baton Rouge and of course you know what you know some areas of you know the downtown areas where you know you have the homeless community is like really impactful So being able to go out into the community as well and just doing different community events and still staying connected to the educational side um, by being a a mentor within the hair industry, um, but still impacting the community as well by doing food drives or doing haircut giveaways and just, Mm -hmm. you know, just staying connected
0: that way as well. Wow. That's amazing, you know, doing philanthropy work, you know, just, um, and of course you just doing it from the heart, and we don't really believe caught us, you know, telling you to do, and just try to have ways in which you're able to assist those that are in need, and so, we definitely, well, I definitely want to say thank you for that, I mean, it, it's amazing, um, thus far, I, can't, I really can't wait to get into the rest of this interview, because, you know, I'm already blessed already by what it is that you would have shared thus far and i know that the listening audience this <laughs> left so far as well mm-hmm. so yes. i definitely want to congratulations i congratulate you on being a co-author of the reset anthology um you. so you're welcome and but one of the things i want to know from you is for those who will pick up this anthology and um you know, they see your story or they read your chapter. What is it that you hope that the those that read the book that they would gain as they journey the pages of your chapter?
1: Oh, <laughs> The title of my chapter is is entitled Time Sensitive. <clears throat> and in the midst of me going through what I went through in regards to to um, what I wrote about in the book. Can't give it out just yet because I want you guys to go out and and and, and purchase the book. Um, but time-sensitive mode for me was who I spent my time with, how I spent my time, and what I spent my time doing. And I wrote about that in the book as to how God just helped shift me through that transition and how continuously I had to stay because it was just this after this, after this, after this. And for me, I just continually just had to keep telling myself and just putting in my subconscious mind, okay, Demetri, you have to push through. You have to keep on pushing through and not only just. God, because it was God first because I could not do it without him, of course, definitely, going through this, my illness, still trying to run a business, still trying to raise my children, um, just everything, losing loved ones in the midst of my time-sensitive mode and doing, of course, the great pandemic, COVID, <laughs> Um It was such a lot of responsibility that fell on me as being the older child or being the older grandchild, um, being the older niece. And of course, again, I I talk about it in the book, losing loved ones, how I had to deal with that while going through um, a, a terminal illness and how I dealt with that. And just knowing that my time-sensitive mode was such was a time for me to be able to put my mindset on exactly, in order for me to stay steadfast and to push through and just continue on um, my journey. And of course, it had to be a shift because it was a life-changing journey. Not only I had to sh- change my mindset, I had to change my my Really, because my my impact with God and my my relationship with Him shifted and it got even more closer. Because if I didn't have my 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 eyes, my mind, my body, my soul, steadfast on Him, I don't know how I would make it. Because I know it was it, it was Him along with my support system, uh, my mother while she was alive, my father, my my mentor. My, my close friends, I, I call them my front row, um, my front row few that I do have that just allowed to just giving the words of encouragement, the prayers, um, journaling helped me within my time-sensitive mode and just going and sitting back and just reflecting on not only how I can be better, but keep my mind steadfast on the end result on my end result and what I wanted that to look like. And that was the only way that I was able to thrive through that.
0: Wow, well, you know, we, you talk about, um, time sensitivity of time, you know, time sensitive stuff. And really we are in a, we're in a time now where a lot of things are time sensitive, you know, Yes, we are. We, we're really in that place, and, you know, you have to be, like you mentioned, steadfast in the mm-hmm. end goal, the end result, you know, what we're looking to see, or what God has shown us, um, if we're really going to be able to get to that place. Um, when you talk about, you know, time, sensitivity, so, you know, we can't do too much, we can't relate really to the distractions and everything else if you're gonna really get to that place where um, God desires us to be. Um, one of the things you, I know you, you talked about, you know, your ability to help to push through and, you know, um, have, a, have a good support system. But what advice would you give to those who may be tuning in and, you know, they may even feel that they are a, or in a time sensitive space, mm-hmm. um, but they still at the same time feel like their back is against the wall. I want you to provide some encouragement for those who may be in that space tonight. Um,
1: I would say this as well, um, Dr. Johnson. Seeking therapy, nothing is mm-hmm. wrong with seeking therapy um, and focusing on your mental health. Um
0: mm-hmm.
1: And just holding on to God's promise because He is He is He is faithful. He is ne- He is never going to leave us, and He is not ever going to forsake us. Um, and that's really what I would say, and and I would definitely also say respecting the process, respecting the process, and honoring the process of where and how God and just embracing and knowing that self-care. Self-care is a must. Self-care is the number one rule of nature. And if we totally um, embrace that, and we would know that. I know for myself that I thought self-care was being was very selfish, but I had to learn that over the years that no, taking that time out and focusing on Demetria and just blocking everyone else out. And I, I will say this: um, being on um, dialysis, I didn't. I, I did suffer from a kidney disease. So having to be on that dialysis machine for three years straight, at night, I did it myself for 12 hours. That was my time for me to not only journal, but for me just to release, relax, and just be in my mode of selfishness and focus on me and just let just know that's okay. It's okay. Whatever you're going through, just respect the process and be steadfast on God.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's really good, you know, respecting it, respecting the process. Um, but, you know, no one likes to be processed. I, I don't yes. think I know anyone who likes to be processed, right? Um, and it does take a lot to respect the process, that, you know, any process that God has you in. Um, and then you also mentioned about seeking therapy, which I think is, is great. Um, there's nothing wrong with it. And then also just making that time for yourself, you know, time where you could de-stress, time where you could get away from everything, everyone. Um, even hearing people's voices, you know, because, you know, sometimes when you're dealing with things, everyone has something to say. Um, and so sometimes it's always good to, you know, be able to just kind of get away from from it all, and just, you know, just have that, live all that me time with you and God, and just trying to hear what he has to say, and just being in a place where he's able to, be able to feel his comfort, right? Because he needs a comfort as well when i vehicle things and so Absolutely. I definitely wanna thank you so much for your, um, for your transparency, um, and you know, all that you've shared this far. Now, I know you mentioned about being a serial entrepreneur. Um, you know, you've done so many different things. Um, but what advice would you give to those who may be tuning in? Because, you know, sometimes some people, some persons look at persons who are serial entrepreneurs as if they don't know what they are called to do or they feel like, oh, well, you know, yes. yesterday they were doing this and then tomorrow they're doing something else um what advice in terms of words of encouragement would you give to them especially for those who may hear you know people say those type of things or they may even and even when they hear those type of statements they it, it makes them question uh, whether or not they should be doing you know what they're doing or should be doing what they believe that god is um, telling them to do or where He's telling them to do. What words of encouragement would you give to them I would say seek a mentor.
1: Um, seek a mentor. I, I know I have many mentors over the world that don't even know that they're my mentor. <laughs> you know, so, social media is very powerful. Um, yes. Yeah. just, you know, just following and then you, you just never know how close um, an individual could be and how open and transparent um, and just Again, keeping God, keeping God first in everything is that you do, um, as well, and seeking out a mentor, and just making sure that you're writing it down, you're making it plain. Journaling helped me so much. Um, it helped me literally put my steps in order, um, but also having that mentor. Um, not only that physical mentor that can guide um, guide me through what, you know, that process looks like. But having that plan um, in order, no matter what business it is um, or whatever adventure, you know, it could be a nonprofit or just community outreach, whatever it is that, you know, someone, you know, whoever, you know, the listening audience, whatever path you want to take, seeking a mentor, respecting the process, um, journaling, reading, um, and just, of course, steadfast on
0: God. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, journaling is always a good
0: thing because at least you're able to, I believe, look at where you were at at the time whenever you were journaling. Um, you know in terms of whatever you might have been going through what you might have been doing and you're able to you know when when you fast forward into a different space um you know where you might, where you want to progress at least you're able to go back and look to you know just to be grateful to Okay, wow this is where i was and then look at where i'm at now i think every now and again you know we do need those reminders to help us to you know maintain that attitude of gratitude like they say Um, As to you know where we used to be and where we currently are, even though we know wherever you are now is not that's not your final destination either, right? (laughs) Yeah, Um, it's not your final destination because you know God is a progressive God, and because He's progressive, we are going to be uh, progressive as well. Yeah, so definitely, um, you know, want to say thank you so much for that. Um, As you you know go through life or, you know, things have happened, what would you say, um, especially, you know, somebody with the challenges, what would you say was a song or a quote or even a scripture that you use to hold on in those moments. In those difficult moments? Um <laughs> I would say this
1: throughout my Um, throughout my journey I learned how to deal with myself right Mm -hmm. and I faith and fix it with Mm -hmm. God in the midst of everything you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. Um, and and Ooh. One of my sayings I always say is, "Price only matters in the absence of value." Mm. So, valuing yourself is very important in in yeah. the midst of whatever journey or whatever path you're going on. Wow, mm. oh, that's
0: important. Um, I do believe that valuing yourself is one that's important because it, it makes all the difference in the world as to how you see yourself, how people treat you. That's right. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. And so just, just valuing yourself enough to even, like they say, bet on yourself, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, definitely, um you know, we would have talked a lot, how we talked, you know, a bit about, um, you know, I would really say just even being able to pull strength, um, you know, life after divorce, being able to, you know, transition, um, you know, just being able to overcome. And, um, you know, it definitely gave us some powerful insight as well as, encouragement tonight but I want to know you know what final advice would you give to our listening audience tonight
1: um I would say again keep God first that that's because he is number one keeping God first um if you are going through anything. Have that person to talk to. Create your front row because my front mm-hmm. row kept me in line and kept me lifted. And just allow yourself to to live and also have that time out session as well. Um, no matter what it is that you do to relax to. Recalibrate, however, and just allow yourself to to reset at times and just enjoy life and just prosper and allow yourself to just suck it all in and live. Mm, That's good. Keep
0: God first. Your front row seat. Um, you know, just take it all in, just live. Um, and of course, you know, we you you to mention about, you know, just knowing that everything is time sensitive, too. Yeah. Knowing, knowing that everything is time sensitive. And so I definitely want to, you know, thank you so much for, you know, coming on tonight to empower and power with our listening audience. Um, before we go, I just want you to. Let them know, you know, ways in which they can contact you, your social media handles, if you have any upcoming events. Um, you you know, I know, I know you do, uh, you talk about, like, doing some education, uh, you know, so if you train others, just, just let them know how they can, you know, get connected and stay connected with you. Um, well, of course, the book, Surviving While uh
1: The Reset Journey, we, we it will be out very very soon, and you can um you can um get that from uh the reset with jay um show also and we are also um on the mogul um t v um where you can also go on there and see episode three of season three of reset with jay and it's myself. And um, our visionary author, Mr. Keithia Prejean, and all the collaborating authors, the whole entire season three, it it airs every Thursday at 7 p.m. on Mogul TV um, Network. Um, And, um, okay, the the book is coming out soon. So stay tuned for um, pre-sales on that. And also my um, social media is the Grooming underscore goddess on Instagram, and it's Elevate Grooming Lounge and Spa on also Facebook and um, Instagram, and my personal um, Facebook is Demetria L. Glover on Facebook, and our website for Elevate Grooming Lounge is ElevateGL.com.
0: Awesome, so everyone be sure to follow Mr. You. you know, you definitely want to keep updated, keep up to date so you'll know when the book is coming out, as well as to be able to connect with our services if you are in the Mafia area. And so, I just want to thank you so much again for coming on, and of course, you know, my amazing and faithful listening audience, thank you so much for tuning in you guys rock with me week after week and if this is your first time tuning in i pray it will not be your last be sure to join me for another episode of emergence radio talk you know this is a show where you'll be inspired to emerge occupy and take dominion once again i'm your host davira johnson be sure to connect and stay connected with me on my instagram facebook uh, twitter tiktok linkedin under Tavira Johnson or Dr. Tavara Johnson. And also, or you know, be sure to visit my website at TaviraJohnson.com if you're looking for coaching, uh, training, mentorship. You um, have a lot of things that will be going on and coming out as well. And so, everyone, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your evening and bless.
1: Thank you for Thank tuning you. in to Emergence
0: Review Talk. For more information on Emergence Review Talk, Emergency Mentorship Program, or Women to Women Mentoring Program, be sure to visit www.tavarajohnson.com. If you would like to be a guest on our show, email us at info at or follow us
1: on all of our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Parasco. That's Johnson. Stay connected and updated on all
0: upcoming events. Until next time, thank you for joining.